These are the yays of our lives. Busy and happy are not the same thing. We too rarely question what makes the heart sing. We work, then we rest, but rarely we play and often don't realise there's more than one way. So this is a platform to hear and explore the stories of those who found lives they adore. The good, bad and ugly, the best and worst day will bear all the facets of seething your yay. I'm Sarah Davidson, or Spoonful of Sarah, a lawyer turned fun entrepreneur who swapped the suits and heels to co-found Matcha Maiden and Matcha Milk Bar. Seize the Yay is a series of conversations on finding a life you love and exploring the self-doubt, challenge, joy and fulfilment along the way. Ladies and gentlemen of the neighborhood, welcome back to another episode of Yays of Our Lives coming to you from lockdown, this time number five. How are we here again? Oh my gosh, this is so crazy. But of course, sending you a dose of yay on your ears that hopefully gets you through the day with a little chuckle or a little bit of laughter. I find it really is always the best medicine. I feel like the older I get, the more cliches seem to make sense to me, but I think that's because they're true. <laughs> laughter truly is the best medicine and it turns out disorganized me not having anything recorded actually worked out really well because I called on my dear friend and former guest Khan Ong to join the show, which lifted my mood and hopefully lifts yours as well. Dearest Khan, welcome back to the show. Hi. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to get my quote up because I don't know how to say it. It's not in English. <laughs> oh my God, so fancy. I know. <laughs> I'm going to let you do all the things and like all the ask the questions and pretend that I don't already know that you're asking me for a quote. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so before we get to Quote of the Yay, a little bit of backstory. Mm. Our inimitable guest for today, the great Kanong, has been on CZA before back in March 2019. Oh my gosh, time has flown so fast. So if you haven't already heard his story before, which is pretty impossible in this country, go back for some background and context. He has such a fascinating story. We did a Mardi Gras episode called Seize the Gay, which was so much fun, <laughs> but also covers his childhood his early years as a refugee, all the different chapters that it took to get him to the incredible career he has today. So since we've covered that there, today is all about the banter, which is basically the foundation of our friendship. So Khan, last time you were on the show, your quote was... Yes. Failure is the opportunity to begin again, but with more experience. Yes. Very wise. Always. Oh my God, and my quote this time is super morbid. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know this show is called CCA? Yeah, Do you know it's about joy? It's kind of like, <laughs> it is kind of joyful because, like, okay, so I've been like researching things that I want placed on my body. <laughs> <laughs> As in like tattoos. Um, I'm all like, I'm obviously we're in lockdown, so all I can think about is like, I don't know, drawing on myself again. Um, <laughs> and one of the, like, and I get, like, stupid quotes all over me. I've got, like, on the run. I've got, like, forever young. And, like, on my back is, like, stay wild and roam free or roam free and stay wild. But there's one that keeps popping up and I'm like, do I want that? I kind of love it, but do I want it? And it's like, I won't be able to pronounce it because I'm pretty sure it's in that. <laughs> but um, it's like, momentum mori, civis vitam para mortem. I can't wow. say those words, so I'm not obviously not that. <laughs> It's basically... Okay, the English translation is basically like, remember death. If you want to endure a life, be prepared for death. So it's just kind of like, it reminds you that everything dies. So it's just kind so of like. Joyful. But, so joyful. it's just like <laughs> a fancy way of saying like, oh, fuck. Like YOLO? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I've decided against getting that. And I was just going to get like Memento Mori, which is like, remember death. 
Oh my god, <laughs> that's even more like, morbid. <laughs> well, okay. So instead, I've decided to get some tarot cards on me. Um, oh. That's what. That's so it's gone all the way around, and it's like instead of having words, I'm like. But it's really morbid as well because the tarot cards that I want are all like skulls and skeletons and stuff. And it's like. <laughs> Angel of death. No, well, kind of. Because it's like my, the one that I really want is like the magician. Um, and then another one is like the fool because I'm pretty much just like I have no boundaries and I'm just like, Haha, whatever. Um, <laughs> and then the last one I want is like the devil. <gasps> oh, my God. So intense. <laughs> but so you. <laughs> yeah, like the magician, the fool and the devil. Do you know, though, it's funny, it is like a little bit morbid, a little bit dark, but sometimes I find in this in the context of finding your yay and, you know, life is too short not to just do what lights you up, I actually think sometimes a little reminder of our mortality is what makes you kind of, you know, reevaluate what's important and kicks you up the butt to go seize your because yay. It's because YOLO. Because it's YOLO. <laughs> you think you're all fancy with your Latin, but you're actually just a basic bitch getting a YOLO tattoo. <laughs> oh, that is so good. I didn't even think of it. I was like, it's like, oh, yeah, you only live once. But it's like you're literally getting YOLO on you, but like in not basic bitch form. <laughs> in like sophisticated YOLO. <laughs> but it's interesting. A couple of our guests, like I don't know if you do Connor's Run, but that's coming back around. Yeah. That's one of the neighborhood watch things. It's coming back around the wonderful Connor's Run, which is started by Liz Dawes, who's Connor's mum, and her, she lost her son Connor to brain cancer. And I had her on the show last year. And, of course, it's like a heavier conversation and, and incredibly heart-wrenching, but also... She does have so many wonderful takeaways and reminders for us all, particularly at a time where we are getting a lot of things that we love taken away from us and there is a lot of adversity and challenge. It does make you really appreciate life a lot more in a really weird way. Like sometimes those tougher, heavier conversations are the ones that make you like, life is really beautiful while it's here. Yeah, you do need no, to make totally. the most of everything. It is too short to be anyone other than who you are. Totally agree. And like I've been like, thinking about that so much I, you know I have this weird thing about being like feeling like I'm old even though like I know I'm not old but I feel like I'm old and I keep thinking <laughs> about it like it's like a conversation that we have a lot and it's like normal for us to have but now I'm talking about it on your podcast and I'm like oh my god I'm 28 I need to achieve more <laughs> and You're I a think baby. beyond and it's just like a manifestation of that being like, oh, my God, you need to do more things. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's like you're such a baby and you're achieving 1,000 million times more than the average person and you still feel that. And you know I talk about this all the time on the show, yeah. that like we have yeah. this like our identity is so wrapped up, it's so crazy that we need to like as soon as we hit one milestone, we're like, what's the next one? Oh, my God, I'm not doing enough. It's so insane. And it's ridiculous. What do you think about like looking at yourself from March 2019, mm. the last episode, to now? What has changed for you about that, about that whole, like, I need to do more and particularly, like, with five lockdowns in between then and now where you've actually not been able to do the things that you want to do? Like, how has your relationship with speed and pace changed? I actually think, even though I keep saying to you, like, I want to do more, I'm actually pretty content right now. Like, I'm pretty happy. And That's I find amazing. that I'm just like, oh, my God. I, you know, I pretended I'm like, oh, my God, I need to do more things. But at the same time, I'm like, even if I did nothing for the next year, I'll still be like, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I'm at a place right now where I'm like, I like 
everything that I've got on and I don't feel like I need to take more things on, saying that there are moments when, like, okay, this is really, like, the inner workings of Khan's head. Um, <laughs> my manager, Lena, who I love dearly, I call her every month and I'm like, oh, my God, am I not working because no one likes me? Like, do I need to work more? Can you get me more jobs? And I constantly talk to them and I'm like, and she's like, you're literally working the most out of everyone. And I'm like, But can I enough? do more? Like, <laughs> am I enough? Like, do I need to, like, I was like, I just don't want it to end kind of like okay this is so deep rooted in like my subconscious and like a bit fucked um <laughs> i'm a hoarder and I've, I've i've realized that really recently that i'm a hoarder and i think i did that with jobs <gasps> as well you're a job hoarder like being a refugee yeah yeah because you're a when you're a refugee you kind of don't have anything so you kind of take things like my stuff and if i have all the stuff then no one can take my stuff away from me because it's mine. It belongs to me. The same with jobs. If I'm doing these jobs, I can't lose them and I'm constantly working. So I'm not going to go broke because I don't want to go back there. It's all subconscious. It's like it lives back there and it's fucked. <laughs> don't even talk to me about what lives back there. <laughs> yeah. Half our conversations yeah. are just our back there heads <laughs> bashing in the universe and just like having this full breakdown together. It's amazing. I love it. We just ramble <laughs> on for so long. It's, I feel like we could, like, sometimes I'm like, wow, it's been nine hours and we're, we're still talking. Like, there's still material. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like every time we, we go to brunch and I'm like, we go to work out and we go to brunch, I'm like, how do we still have things to talk about? I feel like we <laughs> <laughs> But you're a deep thinker, which I love. And you do have, I think, people who might have encountered you on TV. This is what I love about you so much, is that you do have such an amazing high-energy beautiful outside personality but you also are such a deep thinker which I think sometimes like if I saw you at Puftuf and I'd only seen you there I'd be like oh he's you know surface level but I love you are just such a deep reflector you think about life so intensely and I love that because you do reflect on like where did this come from it is from my refugee background and why do I feel this way but I, I also love for a happiness podcast that you mentioned that you're content yeah what do you think that is how, like, how have you gotten there? What do you think contentment <sighs> is for you? And I love that you use that word because I think happy and content are different. Yeah, because I feel as though, like, people are always, like, they see content as a bad thing. And sometimes I'm like, I'm not, I don't think content is a really bad thing. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm good where I am. I don't want anything else. I'm all right here. And I'm like, to be able to even get to that point, I'm really proud of that. The whole content thing getting to that point I think is allowing myself to not have to do more mm. <laughs> even though I keep asking about it I'm like I'm fine but it's more oh I'm a mess <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like I'm discovering myself while I'm talking to you I'm like mm, she's messy oh she's me- oh she's a bit messy right now <laughs> you know what you are yeah she's messy you're that Teletubby meme that's like all the four Teletubbies sitting at a table being like all my personalities deciding which one's going to fuck shit up today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you know when you said Teletubby me, all I could think about, you know, you know what Melbourne Bounce is, the music genre? Yeah. Okay, there's this like little short five-second clips of Teletubbies <laughs> dancing to Melbourne Bounce. Like, dun, 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 And it's them, and that's all I could think about. <laughs> This again is the inner workings of my mind. We're having a really serious conversation, but I'm seeing Teletubbies dance to Melbourne Downs. 
<laughs> it's like sometimes I look at Nick, like we'll be in a psychology <laughs> session or something really intense. And you know in the Simpsons movie how the, it looks into Homer's brain and there's the monkey with like the symbols just going. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's Nick. Oh, 100%. I, I can see. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, especially when we're together and we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> so what else, in terms of like contentment, what else would you say to anyone who hasn't reached that stage? Like I think there's, I think the reason why people have a negative connotation around contentment is because it implies complacent because you're not like striving for more or achieving more. You're just happy with exactly where you are, which is hard for a lot of people. And I know you've been through many, many chapters. I mean, you've come out twice, which firstly is a huge thing, a huge relationship to the idea of contentment and happiness and identity. And I'm wearing one of your You Are Loved sweaters, which is so tied into that self-acceptance and getting to a place where you're happy. To anyone and I would imagine most people who haven't been able to find that place of contentment yet, particularly while the world is going through a bit of a shit show, what have your like revelations been about just keeping sane and finding those moments of contentment? Okay, so contentment for me came because you know how we all are like, oh, my God, I'm so busy. I'm like, I'm hectic right now. Life is crazy, blah, blah, blah. We do that, but we also, when we sit down and speak, we don't do it like it's a badge of honour. And I feel like sometimes you need to not think of being busy is this badge of honour where it's like if you're not busy, you're not doing enough. Mm. Right now I'm like I have time in my life. I'm really content but I'm okay with that. Like I don't need to be doing 100,000 things. I know that I'm at a pretty balanced place right now. Like you know we're currently working out like what twice a day and then I have time (laughs) to make my own lunch and then still go into work. But Come on. We like, are not working not like out twice a day. Like, <laughs> okay, you are working out a lot. You're very few. You've got abs. I do have abs lately. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You're like, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Same. I don't know what happened. They just came out and I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's because they're training a lot. Anyway, yeah. So it's like being able to cook for myself, being able to work out and have that like, and that includes yoga, being able to go to yoga again and still be able to go to work. Doesn't that just seem like perfect? Like, isn't that balance like just great? It's so great. Like that makes me really happy. Like, okay, content but happy. Like, <laughs> yes, it's just like I'm good. I'm cool here. Like, you guys, you be busy. No issues. Like, you go be busy. Oh my god, am I getting old? Is this what happens? This is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you start to learn to be. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's like it's such a good point that like it doesn't actually take an enormous amount to find a good enough balance to give yourself time to feel happy. I think that's the problem with being busy that I would find yeah. that sometimes looking back like you've been you've watched our journey for like what nearly a decade now. Yeah. And like the times where outwardly we're hitting the most milestones and achieving the most goals and doing the most impressive things that other people would think other solution to happiness have actually been the times when I've been the least happy because I yeah. haven't had time in between each thing to stop and let it wash over you. Like you're almost going so fast that you're numb. And that's such a shame when you look back and you're like, I just achieved a lifelong dream and I was so exhausted or I was so distracted by the next thing that I don't remember even feeling that it was a good thing. I just kept going. And that's like, if you don't have time to exercise or you don't have time to like go for a walk or one of the beautiful things that we've been doing lately is going to a class 
And then without having planned breakfast, I know it's such a small thing, but without having planned to go to brunch after, you'll be like, what are you doing? And normally I'd be like, well, I've got seven podcasts now. So I have to leave because I've got two minutes until my next appointment (laughs) and I wouldn't have eaten and I would have gone straight into it. But recently we've just been like, let's just go. Yes. I don't have to leave by a particular time. And it's so nice. It's the best. It's the best. I just like, I love it. And like you, you, you spoke about like not being able to celebrate those milestones. That's something else that I've kind of let myself do. Like when I know, because I know that I've got a really massive milestone coming up very soon and i've already planned my celebration for it i'm like when this oh my happens, god i love it this is what's gonna happen because i deserve that <laughs> like i'm just like i'm planning my, my my rewards what are your rewards okay this is also interesting i think you know how i always talk about like what's your yay what's your play to yay blah, blah blah what i don't ask people which is what i should ask them is what is the thing that you do to reward yourself like what's your ultimate when you do something, you know, some people are like, I need to buy myself something. I need to get a massage. I need a party. Like, what is your celebration? You just hit two of them. Um, <laughs> Did I really? Yeah, you hit two of them. Apart okay. from the illegal stuff that we can't talk about. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, okay, for this milestone that I'm about to achieve, it can go either two ways. They're both amazing ways, but it can go two ways. One of those ways in- includes me partying with 15 friends anywhere i don't care i want to plan a party for my 15 closest friends if i hit a certain milestone in one way if i hit it in the other way it's still a present to myself but it's not the party it's just like a okay to be honest i'm probably going to buy the present for myself either way so no matter which way this goes (laughs) i'm going to do that but if it goes really really well i'll throw a party as well (laughs) (laughs) so good (laughs) but it's like i don't want to throw a party for 500 people i want to throw like a weekend away in like a farmhouse for like 15 of my mates. <gasps> well, you you were at Ramsey's birthday, weren't you? Yes. Oh my God. That was the best 30th ever. <laughs> That's the vibe that I want. Like, so our friend, Michael Ramsey, who owns Strong, which is a class that we go to, and then we got a bunch of oh, full circle moment. Um, <gasps> and that's why I have abs. <laughs> yes, yes. That, yeah, well, Michael Ramsey, for his birthday, I think it was 30th, we just all went to Byron and just hung out in a, like, a massive, like, And all the houses build. were attached um, together. It was super fun. It was so much fun. Yeah. 23rd of December 2019 is Michael Ramsey's episode, if you would like to go back and refer. Another fascinating human being whose path, yay, takes as many twists and turns as Khans and myself and everyone who's been on the show, which I love. He's obviously now founded Strong, which is this incredible reformer that we do that's a combination of rowing and reformer and just you get cardio and strength. It's amazing. And he's about to have, I think, like 30 to 40 studios within the next 12 months. Absolutely incredible. But he started in oil and gas of all places, which is so fascinating. So go back and listen to that episode also. Rams is going to be our first like bajillionaire. Billionaire friend. Yeah. <laughs> I just want a panda. If you can be rich enough to buy me a panda, I'm happy. Oh my God. Did you just say you want a panda? You're so random. Yeah. I, as if you don't. Like, who doesn't want a panda? <laughs> They're so dumb. <laughs> Do you know that some of them die because they forget to eat? Like, what do you mean? What? <laughs> Oh my God, that is so weird. Do you know pandas are my favorite animal? I used to be called panda because when I would like come home from a night out and I wouldn't wash my face properly and I'd rub my eyes and I'd wake up and look like a panda. Shut up. Do you have a panda tattoo? Yeah, it's like really small though. Like it's like. I can't see that. But is there a panda there? Yeah, so it's like, it's here. (gasps) Hey, buddy. Oh my God, they're so funny. (laughs) Okay, there's like videos of pandas falling out of trees because they forget they're in a tree. (laughs) 
god. I also feel like pandas are kind of just like people wearing a panda suit. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So panda keepers in China dress up as pandas so that they can take they do the baby not. pandas away from the mama pandas. So they dress up as actual pandas to oh take them. Oh my gosh. That's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that could be one of this week's recommendations, guys. If you need a little pick me up, just go and look up people dressing in panda suits to pick up baby <laughs> pandas. <laughs> Babe, when pandas have twins, zookeepers will swap the twins because the pandas forget that they've had twins and they were only feeding one of them. Oh, my God. It's actually my spirit animal. How do you know so much about pandas? I'm obsessed with pandas. Like, I literally, when I was in high school, one of my goals was to have enough money so that I could go volunteer to panda sanctuary. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sarah? (laughs) We ain't poor no more. We can do that. Oh, my God. We can go. Volunteer for a panda sanctuary for two weeks together. That will be the most fun thing ever. Oh, my God. We have to go do it. So I also am so associated with pandas among people that one, you know, Samantha Gash, who's out, I think she's a three-time CCA guest now. (laughs) Her son calls me Auntie Panda. Oh, my God. I know. Isn't it so cute? And Nick's Uncle Panda. (laughs) (laughs) So at this point, we would have moved to Yeighborhood Watch, except that the internet decided it also wanted a little lockdown break and dropped out altogether. Although we had been battling about a 30 second lag up until that point and still trying to have a coherent conversation. So it was probably for the best. Khan does jump back on through FaceTime at the end. So the audio changes a little bit to share his recommendations. But I had found a couple of things for Yeighborhood Watch that I still wanted to share because I thought they were very aligned with CZA. The first one touches on something we already chatted about in this episode um, such a full circle moment and it's it takes us all the way to Iceland where they've had a four-day working week trial which had overwhelming success so while we've been just talking about busy not equaling productive and overwork not necessarily being the answer to success it's turned out that actually People have been just as successful. The outcomes have been just as efficient, even though they're working one day less, but being getting paid the same, which I think is absolutely fascinating to see the world moving and catching up with the idea that maybe just sitting there at a desk and not necessarily being productive the whole time, maybe that's not the answer. Iceland has also, uh, sorry, that was Iceland. Ireland has also just started its six-month trial. And a quote from the materials on that was that we invented the weekend a century ago. It's time for an update and it's part of their Better for Everyone campaign. So it's amazing to see well-being and not going too fast and not being a victim to this unrelenting pace starting to become more of a priority around the world. And it also reduces carbon emissions and air pollution. So people have had no less pay but one less day of work for this six months trial. And I'll be super interested to see what happens with that. Another one that I screenshotted is about inanimate objects, but that one comes up later <laughs> when I talk to Khan on FaceTime at the end. But the third one that I thought was really lovely, again, that I saw on Instagram, and this is another reminder that Of course, social media does have its downfalls. It can be very much of a highlight reel and there can be some toxicity in the environment, but I always insist it can also be a beautiful tool for good news. In Denmark, there are libraries where you can borrow a person instead of a book to listen to their life story for 30 minutes. And the goal is to kind of fight prejudice and each person has a title. It's, you know, unemployed, refugee, bipolar, etc. But listening to their story, it gives you a chance to realize how much you shouldn't 
judge a book by its cover, so to speak. I think it's such an innovative and brilliant project and it's actually active in 50 countries. It's called the Human Library and I think that is just, I mean, if if CCA is anything, I kind of want it to be a human library and a human library of joy to show the different pathways to joy, the different things that light you up and hopefully in the mean in the process <laughs> to give you guys a little bit of confidence in finding your own joy no matter what that looks like. So I thought they were a couple of really nice ones. There's so many others. Gosh, the list just goes on and on. So I'll have to go back through all my screenshots and find some more for you, but I thought they were really nice stories in the meantime. I also shared on socials a couple of so Khan and I will end up talking about although maybe we've already talked about it oh my god I'm losing my marbles have talked about YouTube tangents and how that can also be a great spark of joy if you need a little pick me up and I shared a list of things that Nick and I have been absolutely in hysterics about over the weekend that really do lift your spirits I mean it's a really tough time and of course you've got to acknowledge those emotions but sometimes having a laugh is just the best medicine so I'll also share in the show notes the list of things that have been making us laugh on YouTube and Khan shares a few more at the end. So that's Yeighborhood Watch for this weekend. And now I will flick you over to our FaceTime to finish up with recommendations. Um, okay, so I don't know. It's so weird. We Guys, we both have gone to tethering and it's still not happening, but FaceTime is working. So now that I think people can hear you through the phone, hit me with your recommendations. Okay, so my recommendation, when I'm feeling down or I need a little pick-me-up, I watch family fake bento boxes for their children and just have them to take to school and to like, yeah. What? Yeah, so on YouTube, I look at like kids' lunchboxes and I watch like parents make things for kids' lunchboxes because I think it's like super wholesome and it's like really interesting when they put like eyes with, with like cheese and salami on their grapes so that the kids will eat it because it looks like an edible. Oh my god, that's so cute! And is that not the cutest thing? Ever? Or like sandwiches, but then they'll put like googly eyes on the sandwiches so it looks like a monster. Oh! Oh my God. Okay. So one of the articles that I originally screenshotted for Yeighborhood Watch was about, it's um, a study that came out from Sydney Uni, I think, yeah, University of Sydney, that your brains actually respond emotionally to faces that we find in inanimate objects. So if you see a face in like a cheese grater or like, you know how you see faces in PowerPoints and stuff? If you see a face there, it actually makes you happy the same as if you saw an actual face. Yes, I, I, and when, when I actually saw that um, screenshot, I was like, oh, that totally makes sense to me because, like, that's how they do it. That's how they make kids eat things because they're like, this is nice. It's not scary. You can eat this. Oh, my God, that's such a good one. I go on such YouTube tangents, like, Seriously, if you want to have a laugh and you want to be like uplifted, there is so much wholesome material on YouTube. It's so good. Pandas okay. falling out of trees. I've also started watching, um, not started, I've actually been stalking her for like a good year and a half. Lizzie Key, which is like this Chinese creator, and it's just her like doing her everyday things, but it's really calming. It's in, like <laughs> jungle, and she's like making her own like pots and pans, and then she like she grows a turnip and uses the turnip skin to make turnip leather. And <laughs> to make like sauces and stuff like that anyway i thought it was like really gorge and really beautiful and like this is like the, my perfect life but then then i started thinking about the fact that youtube is banned in china <gasps> it is banned which in china. means that what i'm what which means uh, what i'm watching is chinese propaganda oh my god that means you can never go there because they're gonna arrest you now <laughs> but like <laughs> do you think 
okay, this is coming back to the deep thinking. I know. I was watching a Chinese channel and then going, wait a minute. You're the only person in the world that thinks that. (laughs) (laughs) It's this idyllic life. Like, I'm watching it and this woman has this gorgeous life. You need to watch L-I-Z-I-Q-I is her uh, YouTube handle. Watch it. It, like, it makes you want to become a farmer and make things from scratch. But then I'm like, it's not real. It can't be real. <laughs> and also I don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, you will, though. That's the thing. You will want to do it. Oh, amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining, my darling, and putting up with our <laughs> internet hassles. It was an absolute pleasure as always. Always. Oh, my God. Actually, let me let me do the sign-off. Um, what, what, what's, is, this, is this still CCA or is this a different title? No, it's still CCA. It's just a section called Yays of Our Lives, which is Gays of Our Lives today. Okay. Thank you so much for everyone who has tuned in to listen to the two of us. Thank you so much, Sarah, for having me. And remember to hit subscribe and leave a really, really nice review if you want to. You can find this podcast on all formats. And thank you for coming back to CCA. Bye. Oh, amazing. Perfect. <laughs>